0: What's good, Was good, Was good? So, y'all know what it is. As always, you know, we are sharing the show, getting people in on the stream, and, you know, that's kind of what I've been hustling and doing the whole time. So, uh, just give me a, a few more seconds here, and, um, you know, we will be good to go, but we have a pretty fun show today, um, you know. Sorry it's been so long, y'all. Like, the summer has been quite amazing. Nothing short of amazing. Um, Celebrating my birthday last week. Uh, just been having a whole lot of fun, you know? So really, really been enjoying myself. That's, that's for sure. So um, yeah, it's been absolutely great. So please just bear with me for a little bit more. If you are watching right now, please do me the favor of sharing the show. We have some new voices. Here, men you have not heard from before, ready to uh, answer some questions from the ladies. I did put out a call for questions a little bit ago on Instagram, and, um, you know, it was definitely, definitely dope. So, you know, some of the, a lot of the questions kind of do have some of the same theme, which we're going to address. So, um, it's just that situation, so please just give me a little bit longer here. So we can make this thing happen. But in the meantime, if you're watching on Facebook, do me the salad. Share the show um, and help us bring some more people in because the chats will be wild off of this uh, today. So, wow, this is just – it's been a while since I've done this. (laughs) So (laughs) – Okay, and one last share for good measure. Alrighty, cool, cool, cool. So yeah, wow, already got folks up in here. That's what's up. (laughs) That is what the fuck is up. So yo, Um, oh yeah, hey, we got somebody else popping on, great. So um, welcome to the Men Like Us podcast, you know, it's, it's a podcast. That is for, you know, men who are attracted to transgender women. All the men on this show are openly attracted to transgender women. A lot of us are in relationships. Some are single. Um, But, you know, we're just going to wrap and just, you know, share our experiences and, you know, kind of tell our story. And, you know, that's just kind of what we come here to do. So we just come here to, you know, kind of amplify male voices, help people understand where we're coming from. With things and um, you know, kind of change some stereotypes, change some perceptions. So, um, with that, I am going to start to bring on homies because I have quite a cast today. So, first up, I'm gonna bring on my main man, King D. Ron. What's up, boy?
1: What's going on, brother? How you doing?
0: Doing all right. Been a long time. Been a long time.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. It's definitely been a while.
0: Glad to be back. Thanks
1: for having me on, man.
0: Absolutely. No problem, man. No problem at all. Um, And Corey, a show staple, back with us again. What's Uh, up, bud? Broadcasting from Colorado this time.
2: Yep. All over the map. That's how we (laughs) do (laughs) it.
0: That's what's up. I appreciate that. I fucks with that, man. Um, And speaking, you know, even more all over the map, uh, we're definitely going international with this one, so you know, bringing on Colin. Now, Thanks Colin, for having me on, buddy. Hey, no problem. Thanks for making the time. I, I appreciate right. it, man. Um, Colin is definitely a new face. Um, Colin is one of the guys that's been a part of our Facebook group for a while. He's been pretty active in the group and, um, you know, he's just joining us on <laughs> air this time. So, you know, uh, he has a pretty dope story, great experiences. And, you know, that's what we do here. We're just going to share. So, Um, and then I got one more guy here, my homie Adonis. What's up, man? Uh Uh-oh, we can't hear you. We can't hear you, bro. All right. (laughs) That's like what happened to me 15 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) right. So it, it happens sometimes. We have those errors. But... Um, what's up, Liberty? All right, let me check with with the homie again. You there? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you gotta leave the stream and come back in, and it'll probably, whatever you did to fix it will work. But, um, you know, getting on from the technical difficulties and jumping right into the show. Um, you know, fellas, I think we'll start off with this part of it first and we'll, we'll get into the second part. So, you know, like I said earlier, I did call the internet, you know, or not the internet, but Instagram, you know, for viewer questions. But, you know, one of the things um, I, I want to start doing is revisiting some conversations. So, you know, way, way, way back in the beginning, um, back in 2020 when the world was on lockdown, um, you know, me and some of the guys we were talking about this whole social media thing. You know, social media and relationships, everybody handles it differently. Everybody sees it differently. And, you know, I recently posted something on my profile about this guy. He was like, man, no, my girl can't like no man's pictures. I don't fuck with that. I don't play that. This, this, and this. And he was like super anti, like his woman liking other men's pictures on the internet. And, you know, that kind of just brought me back to that conversation that we had in 2020. And, you know, we, back then we were, you know, talking about like, you know, hey, would you, would you ever ask your girl to give up her social media account? You know, um, <laughs> there, there are some people who, you know, I'll say it like this. I've seen a situation and it's actually, you know, with a, with a, a trans guy and a trans woman where, you know, this girl was posting thirst trap pictures all day, lingerie, the whole nine, like, very sexually suggested pictures and they were in a relationship and you know we were looking at them like okay well at that point would, would the solution be to just ask the girl to give up her social media would you ever do that you know uh, some people believe having a girlfriend who posts thirst trap pictures is a woman advertising herself to other men like hey I'm available I'm, I'm waiting to upgrade if you want to come through you know. It's a little bit of that, but you know, some people that's their brand, it's being, you know, thirst trappers. But you know, fellas, first off in a relationship, you know, how I guess how would you see that in terms of like, hey, I I, I, I want I don't want my woman liking other pictures or actually I don't like other thirst trap pictures. I don't like the bikini bay pictures on Instagram. Or whatever else because of this, this and this. Like I guess what's your philosophy with all that, like in the scope of, you know, relationships? Because everybody's got a lot of, you know, different perspectives. And I'm gonna start with Colin. You know, as the newcomer, you you get to go first. That's really because I was actually about to
3: say, seeing as I'm the newcomer, I'll go last. <laughs> but <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, okay, so the, the way that I view stuff like that personally is um like uh it it might be because of the because of the fact that I'm like I'm a tradesman and everything like that and I've got a little bit more of an old school mentality but like I kind of think that there are certain things that are only meant for the person that you're with uh now i mean like no no granted like bikini photos i feel are different than you know like sexually suggestive photos um the the whole like sexually suggestive ones i'd be turning around and saying you know what i'm not comfortable with this at all which i wouldn't (laughs) because because at the same time like uh i'm also Gonna scroll past a suggested follower or whatever on Instagram of somebody in and I a sexually supposed and be like, No, I don't want to do this. I'm in a relationship. Why am I like, why would I want to follow her? Like, um, so I guess that's kind of where I stand on that. Like, I get it to a degree again, uh-huh. like bikinis, whatever, good, but when it comes to the suggestive kind of stuff if the person I'm with is, is gonna like that or do it themselves, what's the reason behind it? Mm. Right. Like, mm. um, <clears throat> but that's also based off my own opinion. So right. do you
0: like those photos? Like, I mean, have you gone through Instagram and like, Oh yeah, that's model, such and such, whatever. I've,
3: like- I've gone through it, but I'm also 39, and I just missed the whole like Instagram phase of things. So, like, when I see those, I just when it comes up as a suggested, I'm like, why, why the fuck is this coming up?
1: Uh (laughs) Oh, yeah.
0: You hit the little search thing and it says, Do you, it gives you like 20 different options. And I'm like,
1: and
3: plus, the other thing too is like a lot of the times when that shit comes up, it's from women who are substantially younger than my age and again i'm 39 and i'm like why is this coming up like why is this 19 year old coming up no this is a kid i'm, I'm good
0: Thank you. <laughs> yeah yeah well i mean you know it's it suggests it always instagram baddie is a thing we, yeah. we know that's the instagram baddie is legit an occupation for some people so oh, okay. it's definitely a thing and they're trying to suggest it to you but i know i Look, I have Instagram trained to give me baby videos. I love watching baby videos all day, every day. If you look on the Men Like Us podcast, if you can see all the stuff that the Men Like Us podcast likes and views on those little short videos, on the reels, that's what it is. The reels, it's it's all baby videos. I love that
3: shit. Well, that's the other fucking thing, too, is I'm a parent. I have have two sons who are seven and nine. Uh Why am I not getting more of those posts?
0: I don't can't tell you man, oh like, but uh, <laughs> I mean you know look the internet the internet is always listening. Oh, agree. You know it works I, in mysterious ways and all that it. junk. But, babe, we were talking about this before the show, bro. And I want you to oh, lay yeah. out how you feeling about this social media thing. You know, if a uh, girl was liking pictures of all these different dudes on the internet and. You
1: know I, what, what's up? I'm a, I'm gonna be honest. I mean, it, it, like I said earlier, I think it really so much. It really depends on the nature of the photo to me. Um,
0: I'm talking it, it, man, it, 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 completely shirtless, six pack, uh, gray sweatpants, dick print. Yeah, like yeah, that's not that's, very that's that's something sexual. Be, thirst trap. Yeah, that's
1: that's print. something. That's, def- that's nope. definitely something that's going to rub me the wrong way because it, it sends it, it sends the other guy the wrong message. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it, it makes him feel, oh, okay, she likes this. And, you know, we know we're guys, right? So we 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 know what that means when we post a, a picture or something like that or on our story or on our status and somebody hearts it or something. Like, we, we know what that means. You know what I'm saying? And so... I'm not. I'm not personally comfortable with it. And on the flip side, uh, no, she's not comfortable with it either. You know, I mean, it's mm-hmm. not. Uh, it's not. It's not okay for me to get on Facebook and or Instagram and put hearts on bikini photos or stories and stuff like that. I'm just not allowed to. Yeah. It's just not not the appropriate thing to do when you're in a relationship.
0: Now, that's the other side of it. Is stories is way more. Severe yeah, than just a post. I, I don't know who wouldn't know this, but you know, if you like a story that goes, you're in the DMs at that point. You're in the
1: DM at that point. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And in and, and the DMs is no place for anybody in the relationship to be in. Right. At all. That is. It, at all. No, no. But a here's no, the no. thing though, bro. You're talking about liking those photos. And when I'm, I, I think it's a huge difference between. Me or you liking a girl photo, and we're one of fifteen dudes who like that photo. Let's say if I keep if I like all this, if I like a girl's photos, like I like yeah. three or four of them, and I'm one of fifteen, yeah. that sends a different signal than if you are like yeah. one of six hundred.
1: I want I 100 agree with that. How, I mean, I think that some relationships are different and some people are different. And I think that in, there are some people where you can push that point and they'll under, they'll be able to understand that. But there are some people who are just, they just flat out, they're not going to be with it, but they're not going to do it to you on the flip side. And I, and I can respect that's kind of the situation I'm in, because honestly, I do believe that it is far different for me to be one out of 200 people that always heart this photo. Or these types of photos yeah. versus her being on a dude's photo, always hearting his photo. I just think that it's, it's just, it, is it, it is entirely different. It is different because guys like we
4: pay attention
1: to that. We 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 pay attention to that shit more than girls do. way Like realistically speaking, like we'll we'll go and <clears throat> she hearts our photo. We'll go and DM her because she's letting us yeah. know, like, oh yeah, she 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 likes that. You feeling me? That's, that's, the th- kinda, that's, how, that's the kind of that's how to like
0: yeah those I don't think the girls is really dming all the men that like their photos though like no. i don't know but you Not know what girls. with those guys it may it, i don't know I know it's just i think it can be different in some situations but you know uh yeah'm I'm gonna go right I was planning to go right next to, to you right next uh brother Adonis shout out Houston lay it on us bro what you got Oh damn it! We still can't hear you. Ah, you're killing me! You're
3: killing me, Smalls! You're killing me. Using a head a headset or earbuds like I was earlier. Take them out, close it, yeah. and open it without the headset. That's
0: what worked for me. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Damn. I think it just came on. Yeah, we can hear you, All right, bro. Can I hear me?
4: All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what you got, man? I guess some more the, the more on the side, like like all this shit don't matter to me. Like, like you know, I'm I like what I like. The hell they want to like, like like to, to me? It's, it's not it's not what you, do, but how you do it. So I try not to police know, um, anybody else? I mean, shit. I got got a whole enough time dealing with, um, trying to, you know, dig, dig with someone. It's all about, uh, not what they do, but how they do. Do it if that makes sense.
1: Hmm. Understood. I heard that, brother.
4: Yeah, yeah, no, and, and that's yeah. So this,
1: that's why I brought this up
0: though, because we all have a different philosophy with it. Yeah. So like, it's some people that just generally don't care. Like, I'm not chasing that shit down. I don't give a fuck. Uh. <laughs> oh wait, wait, Corey, there, there's something for you here, man.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, Raven Jay says this isn't a question, but Corey is so damn cute. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Oh but, damn, he's blushing. Check him out.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no, nah, this whole thing is like I'ma just uh you know what I'm sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna let Corey give his perspective on it first and then I'm gonna lay it out. So Corey, where do you fall on this thing, bro?
2: You know, um I'm very much kind of like on the middle ground. Like I'm I'm guessing more along with the uh, Diron on um it depends on the nature of the photo, but again, if it's all like, as you say, Chris, like thirst trapping and all this stuff, I'm like, oh, hell nah. And I would confront her on it and I'm like, what What do you do? Why are you doing that? And if she gives me some bullshit excuse, I'm, I'm going to be like, oh, okay. All right. I'm going to get my phone out and I'm going to go on Instagram, find me an Instagram model and I'm going to sit next to her, maybe in a day or two and I'm going to just start purposely letting her see me clicking and parking and seeing how, and she's obviously, she's going to say something to me be like, What are you doing? I'm like, well, isn't this cool? Because you did it the other day, you know what I mean. So, um, but yeah, of course, I'm on the middle ground. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not with that, you know, letting her like, you know, thirst trap pictures or whatever you want to call them, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean. But also, I don't want to have to police, you know, my significant other by this and that and the other, you
0: know. So
1: definitely don't want to have to police. Well,
0: I mean, I think a big piece of this, fellas, is access. Like, your girl isn't going to have access to this, I'm sorry, to this to this thirst-trapping dude with a million followers. Like, she's just not going to, I'm going to just be real. Like, you know, everybody has celebrity crushes. You have your celebrity you? crush. Everybody's Absolutely. entitled to their one celebrity crush. <laughs> and the, the, the reason why a celebrity crush is okay for so many people is because they know their partner has no chance of fucking that person not a, not a, my girl doesn't, my girl can't fuck Jenzel Washington, ain't gonna happen <laughs> like, Colin's girl is not gonna fuck Brad Pitt like, it's just stupid, well, impossible for this to happen like, it, it it doesn't even merit being jealous over it, like, everybody just has that, and you know, frankly a lot of this thirst traps up. I see it as softcore porn so then at what point can it, does it, does it turn into, okay, fellas, you like your porn. You like the Jesse Dubays, You like the, the, the Aubrey Cates and, and the Daisy Taylors and all that stuff. So why can't you like, I don't, I don't, I don't well,
1: I'm going to say the, this because the difference Brick, is, the, I, think I, I still think there's a difference because if I'm watching porn nine times out of 10, I can't, I can't, I, I cannot reach out to the porn star. She well, can I, still reach out to that Instagram model.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I you that? can reach out to the to the to the baddie with two million followers, but the, the likelihood of you getting True. a re- you, bro, I can the bro- of it, me it's, it's getting a school. response versus her. Let, let us be real here. Fair
1: the male model, that the, the GQ model, definitely probably gonna hit her hit her back. Like, oh, okay, what's up with you? I will fly you out. Blah 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 blah. He can yeah. do that. Come on now. Yeah, He'll probably to want to
0: clap them cheeks. Fair enough. Yeah, he's definitely. more likely to want to clap the cheeks than you know these ladies. Then, wanna, then some Instagram model
1: want to get me. What well, she probably looking at? LeBron James or a super mm-hmm. or a Super Bowl champion or something like that. She ain't looking at me. I'm an average dude. <laughs> See, girls, this is something I always say. Uh oh, women they try but to date up, okay? They don't date uh-huh. down. We do that, we don't care, but they do, it matters to them. <laughs> so, rather well, I mean, it's cheating it's, or dating or whatever, trust me, they're gonna try to one up you when they do it.
2: <laughs> there's also another piece of the puzzle, too, when it comes to social medias, as well, is uh, oh, yeah. it's in the public eye. If you're on Instagram and you yeah. like it, everybody, you come mm-hmm. across that same. If say your friend comes across that same Instagram model and they're friends with uh, your girlfriend or whatever on Instagram, they're gonna see that you know such such like that same picture, and they're gonna be like, mm-hmm. and they're gonna be like right, "Yo, Chris, your girl is like it. so and so's picture." I mean, she went down the whole list of pictures he, he's got on Instagram. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of out in the public guy, and it's kind of disrespectful to your significant significant yes. other. And, 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 oh and, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, and when Absolutely. you when you're watching yeah. porn. You're by yourself on your phone or on your laptop good or wherever. Place. You know, nobody's gonna watch that.
0: Yeah, you know? fair enough. And that's why I I currently make a conscious effort. I'll be like, nope, I'm not gonna like that picture. I'm gonna just keep. I admire <laughs> it. I'm gonna keep scrolling, and because <laughs> I don't want to publicly embarrass my my girlfriend. Or you know, Adonis knows this. The streets be talking.
1: Oh my girl, lord,
0: I see him. Yeah, he be liking that girl photo, and he be motherfuckers ain't shit. So yeah. I, I just avoid all that mess, man. And it'd it, it be a whole last thing. So it'd be a whole me, last me, thing. Go ahead, bro. So let me... All
4: right. So let me Girl. make y'all this. Because I don't want to buy stuff, All right, but Do y'all have like separate accounts? So what you got to do all that on, and they it can't tie back to Face on them, or no, no, I just got one. I look at everything that I look at because I'm be real with you. I have, I have a separate Twitter, and then I got my you know, my political, my Dinosaur Twitter. So, uh-huh. do y'all have that? Or how do y'all feel about that?
1: I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a, I'm a be, be real. I do like, I have two Facebooks, right? Mm. Now one of my Facebooks is Diron the goat Bennett. Look me up. <laughs> and <laughs> but the in the other one is King Diron Bennett, which is that's like my main Facebook, really. But I'm actually trying to get the Diron the goat Bennett page popping. I don't really have a difference in what I use them for. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh one of them has me and Chloe in a relationship. So You'll see if you look up Diron the Goat Bennett, you'll see it, it says, um, Bennett you'll see it says in a relationship with Chloe Ray. Um, mm. on King Diron Bennett, you'll see it says in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I'm more often on King Diron Bennett, but I'm trying to get the Diron the Goat one pop. You know, more popular. But mm. I don't use them for it. I don't like get on Diron the Goat and use that for this reason, and then mm-hmm. get on King Diron Bennett and use that for that reason. I. I just don't
0: well yo bro I do and but here's the thing um, what the fuck was the name of that platform god damn it I forget the name of that platform it was um, it was a platform that, that that got rid of porn and everybody stopped using it Tumblr. a while ago but either way Tumblr, Tumb- Tumblr. Tumblr yes Tumblr uh, so I I'm had a Tumblr a, account, and Tumblr was yeah, that's a hey, Colin. We're the same age, buddy. So it's old school here. Tumblr was that <laughs> website you would go to. Thank you, Raven. Uh, Tumblr was that website you would go to to you know see some see some porn videos and that kind of shit. And uh, oh, like if you if you look at it, 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 had all the the ladies had all their preview videos in there. People were posting up. So essentially, <laughs> Tumblr left and Twitter took its place. So I have a separate Twitter account that I use for porn watching <laughs> so that I can see all the porn that's out there and whatever else so yeah I have a porn, not porn, well, I have a Twitter account, not a porn account, I have a Twitter account but for me, different? Chris the and then I works. also have a Twitter account that's pretty much, it's anonymous and it's, I, I use it for nothing but watching porn if I'm on that account I'm 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 watching porn. If I was on Tumblr, I was watching porn. I had no use for Tumblr outside of porn. Now, now the crazy thing is, um, Tumblr is the platform that is responsible for me being starting on the path to being open because I met my first openly trans-attracted friend on Tumblr. Crazy enough, he was trying to start a community on there and. Tumblr fizzled out, but I'm just saying burner accounts, yes. Uh, G Mike says yes to burner accounts. I've had other men on this show already admit to having burner accounts that is just for porn, and it's anonymous. Don't nobody know it's us. We ain't DMing nobody. We just following all these different accounts because, I mean, at that point, Twitter's just the same as Pornhub, X Hamster, whatever the fuck, you know. So, I'm just saying, yes, I do it, but it's for porn, not Hey, ladies, look at me. It's Chris. It's this. Nobody knows it's me. It's just it's anonymous as fuck. Yeah, Understood. and that,
3: those two things are very different.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to fucking hook up with any of these people. Oh yeah, hey, yep. and Raven. Um, I think I did a stream with Raven on her platform before, but yeah, Raven's cool as fuck. So follow her on Twitter as well. Speaking of Twitter, but um, yo. I want to uh, get back because Liberty is, you know, one of the homies. I, I, I got to get back to her, and I don't want to ignore her question.
2: She uh, always posts the questions on your show.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. No, Liberty's great. She's always there for the video game streams because <laughs> I do stream PlayStation, Grand Theft Auto, whatever all the time. So she says uh, that beautifully transitions into the question I have for you gentlemen tonight. Do you think the red pill ideology is moving into the trans community with trans-attracted men all of a sudden? uh, The high. Oh Oh, wait, 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 wait. Michaela says, "Well, some of your lady friends have burner accounts too, and they use it to sell their porn." Oh, I've I've seen some people. I'm like, ain't that? I thought she was an activist. I thought, oh damn, okay, she doing that and oh. (laughs) Oh, I mean, I heard about, you know, it was one girl, I said, oh, I heard, I heard something about her, but no, no, she's really, no, she's a real top, she don't play, don't fuck with that one, like, (laughs) it's it's a mess, but you know what, I've had people block my Men Like Us podcast account, the girls with accounts, and then... You know, but I already was subscribed to them or followed them on you know the other ones because that I didn't subscribe because we ain't paying no money. It's just fucking Twitter. But yeah, um, hold a second. Let me um, Let's let me get back to Liberty's <laughs> question. So she's talking about red pill ideology moving into the trans community with trans attractive men. All of a sudden, uh, hold on. So all of a sudden, she she finished it in another one. All of a sudden, uh, high value. Uh, all of a sudden, they are high value. So I am I really want to kick this off because I think what people forget sometimes is that the trans-attracted men, a lot of them, are just regular fucking guys, and their life is not segmented to just this community. So what's happening with men overall happens with men in this space, too. So if you get more, if, if this whole red pill, high-value man, if all this stuff is blowing up, it's going to be here, too. Because these guys are apart we're, we're in the crowd with all the rest of the men in all the discussions about whatever else. So we're not segmented in that way where we're separate. So that, that whole red pill, all that stuff, you know is what it is. But I'll tell you like this um, what, what I've taken from that red pill, Kevin Samuels, all that kind of stuff, which, you know, I get isn't popular with some of the ladies but look, y'all got to understand that there are a lot of men that feel empowered through the messaging of some of those tools. A lot of those, a lot of men are now starting to understand that, hey, I need to know my worth and I shouldn't have to settle for anything. I I am worth something, my preferences are valid, just like your preferences are valid mm-hmm. and I get to hold you accountable for standards just like you get to hold me accountable for standards mm-hmm. and there were a lot of men who did not feel empowered to verbalize that or even feel that because the the way the the talk has been for so long is really been dominated by women in that way. but you know right. that's I, I, I do understand that it has gone way overboard and the incels have you know they incels do what incels do they sit in their basement and they get no pussy all that stuff and they <laughs> hate women but i do think there is a certain segment of men who were empowered by that and i think that there were positive effects from some of this stuff you know cuz i mean there was before any of this stuff came about there was no messaging to men that hey you matter too how you feel matters who you are matters you matter just as much as the
1: other side of the equation. And so uh, I want I, I w- to second that because yeah. I remember n- not this relationship, but a lot of my previous relationships, there were a lot of, there is a lot of that and they, they won't exactly say it to you, but the way things will go, their mannerisms, the way they are, like they will let you know that they don't really, a lot of women really didn't really think that men even felt like I would hear it and they talk like men don't, I would hear women say stuff like men don't have feelings we do, we feel oh. we hurt you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying and, and it's like forever for all of these years it's been okay for women to have this this expectation mm-hmm. these standards of men right but we are like so ridiculed and crucified once we Stand on our standards. You're men out there, all of y'all, you're allowed to have standards. You are allowed to stand on your morals. You do not have to settle. If it is not right, it's not right. If it's not what you want, leave it. Don't, you do not have to settle. Know your worth, especially for the openly trans attracted men. A lot of us are rare. Know your worth. <clears throat> Do not settle for less. Like to oh, I, have to, I have to piggyback off that because, like, I felt that seriously.
2: I have to further add to that on the other side of the coin about knowing your self worth, and I can speak from a personal um, story. Maybe it's a little too a little TMI, but I don't care. Um, I allowed myself one time to let my self worth within myself get so low to a point. Where I came very close to um, ending my own life because I allowed my self worth within myself to be brought down so low to like, I ain't worth much. I might as well just leave. I'm a burden. I'm not building anything. I'm not doing anything. Blah blah blah. And yeah, I, I let it get to that to that dark place, and, and I found myself literally on a bridge. I won't go to too much more detail on that, but. Again, further adding to the other side of that coin, know yourself worth and believe in yourself. So yeah, that's all. Yeah. Uh,
3: If I can actually just add to that as well. So like, uh, again, like with Corey and I, we're in the trades. Um, So like, there's a stigma when it comes to being any anything but straight, pretty much. And and I'm I'm saying that very loosely. Uh, So like with myself. I'm queer. I'm in a relationship with a trans woman. It's fucking amazing. The the hardships that come along with that are tough. Uh, Because there's that old school mentality uh, that I won't get into detail with, but I'm sure everybody knows what I'm talking about. Um, And even in that, like with with the woman that I'm with, the trans woman that I'm with, I hear all these stories about construction workers being trans attracted, but keeping it closeted. Um, Guys know your fucking worth and just like do what makes you happy. Fuck everybody else. Fuck what your industry thinks. Fuck what your family, like what your family thinks. Just do you make it about the happiness that you get from being with the person that you're with. That's what matters at the end of the fucking day. And again, coming from a guy who's a fucking bricklayer, make it about you. Keep that. Enjoy it. Love it. Love every second of it. And don't let anybody fucking bring you down about it. You're worth more and not less for allowing yourself to, Really just be who you are and love who you love. Uh, that's all I gotta say on that one, man. Hell yeah.
2: From one construction worker to another, man. I'd i clip beer glasses with you right now if we were sitting across the table, man. Right on.
0: <laughs> hey, we're gonna we're gonna figure out something, guys. We're gonna try we're gonna make another attempt at a at a, a group trip, that's for sure.
3: Let me get my passport <laughs> and check first. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs>
0: Uh, For those of y'all that don't know and missed the beginning of the show, so this is Colin. Um, He is a part of our, you know, men's only group, and he's been a pretty active member for a while, and, you know, I just invited him on the show. He has his own story, you know, uh, he's in a relationship like a few of us are, and, uh, you know, he's in Canada right now, actually, so, um, you know, and he's a construction worker. So I just appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah, you know what, dude? I would be happy to come on more and more. Absolutely. Now we're getting questions here, but we're going to actually get into the viewer questions that we solicited for on Instagram um, next. But I want to acknowledge uh, Michaela here. Um, she says, "Why though with the red pill movement? With the red pill movement, men feel like to better themselves they need to shit on women, whereas with women we seem to tell each other." To improve thyself. So, what I'm going to say is if that's what you're taking away from what women are saying, you're not listening to everything that, that other women are saying because I'm sorry. It, it is, it, I am of, it is my impression that it's open season on men and women just shit on men all day. We don't, I don't need no man. Men are this. And, and specifically when it comes to black men, you know, I just watched a video the other day that was offensive. It's all hell where this girl is saying, you black men, y'all the weak link, and this, this, and this, that video had 150,000 views. That shit went viral. You know, I I turn on the TV to watch black media on Fox Soul, and here's Claudia Jordan taking pop shots at straight black men with her, you know, gay little cronies. Like, yo, shitting on men is is, is popular right now, okay? It is perfectly acceptable. Men do not have platforms where we do nothing but crap on women. Especially in conversations like this, if if four of us was like, Man, fuck women, this is and this, there would at least be one of us like, Okay, guys, come on now. There would be an opposing voice somewhere. Somewhere. Yes. Somewhere. But in that man, somebody be like, voice. Come on, bro. They ain't all that, like they ain't that. Yeah. You can find I was that the other night. I'm like, guys, yeah. why are y'all saying you It'd can't be- find happiness yeah. with a black woman? Yes, you can. I'm doing it. It can happen. Yeah. But, like, but it's, it's- hard. It is hard. I mean, it I'm just hard. saying, you know, go uh, 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 yeah, go ahead, bro.
4: Because I, I agree with Come that. Up. I'm saying um, sometimes you don't understand how much slack I, ain't even <laughs> like, you know, like, I need. to this show compared to, like, my pet. I run. And whenever I'm on this show, i miss just, oh, basically, like, shit. So, I, I always have to be connected to but still being very locked from these spaces and these yeah. conversations. Be like, oh, At the same time, still being yeah. my oh, I'm being mindful of how the message is being delivered or a person. And that man is really like, oh, but you know, I honestly think we can definitely help. I think we should. It's just when we do them on on the public platform, everybody that's outside of our won't understand it, mm. and just because they wanna agree with it, because they understand the shit, but because I have any unbiased opinion on it, or they have their most issue comes in. So sometimes I say space uh, should just be for us, any outside voices, you know. Mm-hmm. When know mm-hmm. well, coming sometimes or mm-hmm. come in so many different places but I agree we definitely need conversations what I oh but y'all yeah mm-hmm. or something somebody being combative with us. yeah then yeah,
0: no we definitely need to do a better job at the battle of the Sexes and this does extend now this part of it does extend beyond you know just black people. This extends a lot of communities where it's just like, I think there's a growing divide in general where just people aren't seeing eye to eye, you know, on the relationship stuff. But I will say, I do not support any men in the manosphere who make their platform shitting on women, period, wholesale. You know, I am okay with men who can be specific and say, okay, I just played this video and this girl right here, she this is what's wrong with her X, Y, and Z. Not this is what's wrong with all you women. And no, no, I don't I don't I don't like any of that BS at all. And you know, let's be real. That's, that's, some that's of these not, guys I, I are, normally, are Yeah, yeah, go that's ahead. That's why I I know I normally say a lot of women. Absolutely. You gotta you gotta add the qualifiers to it, but <laughs> it's also these some of these dudes are real legit incels. Some of these guys actually do hate women. Some of these guys are right. actually mad. And you can oh, feel like dead. if you if you ever watch Fresh and Fit podcast mm-hmm. that the guys on there they're fucking pissed. They are mad. They're mad and they're rude towards they're mad at women and they're rude towards women. Those guys are fucking assholes. Now, I've never
2: seen that podcast.
0: Oh they're, they're, they're pieces of shit and they're fake. They, they they portray I, themselves I to be seeing, these alpha men, and they're just they're complete fucking frauds.
2: They all just I, I keep seeing a lot of just, uh, Andrew Tate popping up on my fucking feeds and. Oh well, yeah, that's that's
0: a social media experiment. Like that, he's that, he's trying that to build podcast, the brand
1: by
2: saying the most
0: outlandish
1: things he can, huh? That podcast you're talking about, Chris? Didn't they yeah. wasn't one of the situation where a girl got kicked off the uh, off the podcast?
0: That's one one of their most popular video genre videos is when they kick women off the show. Which I don't mind because some of those chicks are damn right disrespectful and impertinent. So, you know, they don't respect the platform they just showed up on and they're being by all means get rid of them, but that doesn't mean the dudes on there aren't full of shit. I
1: am I'm gonna be real with you. There's some things that I think that they say where I, I get it. But yeah. I do agree that they are kind of assholes and fake. Like, that's the yes. only thing. What they're saying is not always wrong, but just for, for me, it's just coming from y'all. Nobody wants to hear that shit because y'all not. They're not. Y'all not, not have to what y'all talking about. Y'all don't, yeah. Come on, man. I, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. Madonna's trying
0: to jump in. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Don. Yeah, so, you. um, Yeah, you're just kind of cutting in and out a little bit. So. Damn. It's, uh, it's uh, kind of intermittent I'll, But um, I just want to see I'm sorry I can see that us women have The world support, I don't mind the manosphere As long as they keep the foolishness online. Don't bring it into the real world Take the lessons but don't bully random women Absolutely You know, I mean But hey, let's be real Nobody likes the loud, angry, violent feminists either Like That's right. a stereotype, nobody likes that and these manosphere incel dudes, nobody wants that shit either. Like, what the fuck? What are you doing running around yelling at women? Why are you mad? Like, I just don't like I get that, you know, there are some double standards that are frustrating. And there are some things that, you know, kind of suck, but like, I don't know, just the way the way that these guys are mad and they're like wholesale <laughs> mad at everybody. It's just a mess. And um, you know, I, I think this the red bill, the red pill community there are good parts to it in my mind. There are people that are helping, and actually, there are women in the red pill community. There are women consecrators that are sharing things, trying to speak to women, saying, ladies, what are y'all doing? Y'all know X, Y, Z, blah, 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 blah. Like, come on now. Why? Why? Why are, we this? Why are we doing these foolish things? So, I mean, it is women in there, too. It's the whole thing. I just, you know, I don't know. I'm just glad I don't have to Rest with all that. I do have those conversations, even though we don't. I don't really live in that world. But um, we got. We, I'm, I'm gonna move on real quick. We're gonna hustle it quick and shift gears um, real quick to uh, jump, jump into some of these viewer questions. Okay. And um, we're just gonna start at the top right here. And uh, let's see here. All right. So the first viewer question. Now these are all from Instagram. I did not put the girls' names on these because I didn't tell them that their identity would be public. So, um, uh, the first one is When did you know you were attracted to trans women? What made you go open? A so, <laughs> oh, uh, we'll, we'll just start out with, with
2: Corey on that one. Um, well, which part of that question? Both parts? What, why am I attracted, and what made me go open? No,
0: when like, when did you know you were attracted oh, to trans women?
2: When? Like, okay. Yeah. So like, basically, um, when I was eighteen, is when I first discovered like, eighteen, almost nineteen years old, when I first discovered that I was attracted to trans women, and that might seem kind of late in the game for me, but because I I grew up most of my growing up was in Alabama, and down in Alabama, man, like especially in the heart of Alabama, we grew up hearing about, you know, trans people and trans women. Oh, a trans woman's a oh, they're just those weirdos, fat truck drivers at truck stops wearing a mustache and grandma's gown trying to, you know, do things to you in the public bath and That's what we were told when I was growing up in Alabama. So I had no idea what trans women, trans men, non-binary people were until I was like 18 and, and you know, found some things online and stuff like that. And that's when I was like, holy, holy shit, this is a a legitimate um, thing that people go through and whatnot, and that's kind of how I discovered my attraction. Um, and what made me go open was, again, I kind of dove down the rabbit hole of reading and all the all the violence and all the bullshit that you know trans people go through, and I'm just like, it's just flat out bullshit, and it was just like. I mean, I can't really do much besides post a few YouTube videos, but I think it would be something, and that's what that's what made me uh, go out and about with YouTube, which I was already open before that, but I, I did the whole YouTube thing, just trying to, if I could turn one mind around to not be hateful towards trans people, then it'd be all the worth it. If I had to put out 200 YouTube videos, just change one mind, then, you know, I'd, it'd be more than worth it to me, but, but yeah, that, that's my answer. Okay.
0: Uh, Colin, huh. all right.
3: Um, <clears throat> so what happened with me is uh, and just a I'll just give a Coles's preface on this one is uh, <clears throat> so again, as I've stated probably a hundred times at this point, so I'm 39 years old. Uh, when I was 18 years old, um, <clears throat> I uh, was having a conversation with my dad about a buddy of mine in high school that um, <clears throat> had come out and uh, I was ready to tell my dad about being queer <clears throat> and the conversation kind of went along the lines of like, thank God that you're not gay. Cause you'd be out of the will. And I was like, well, I'm not that, um, but I'll, I'll, I'm not going to do this right now. So left it alone for 20 years. Last summer, came out and I was like, "Hey, uh, so I'm attracted to trans women." <laughs> Excuse me. Um, and it just kind of like went from there to the point of at this at this point, I got queer. Um, <clears throat> have a preference for trans women. Uh, just my personal preference. Judge me if you want, but it's it's just who I am um and uh started <clears throat> seeking and <clears throat> found the girl that I've, I've been with for six months at this point with some rocky periods uh, but like it's it's <clears throat> for me um, she is the most amazing woman that I've ever met in my life. And I would never, ever want to be with anybody else. Uh, <clears throat> and when I kind of took those baby steps, when I decided to fully come out to like my family first, which has been, aside from one member, exceptionally good, uh, it just kind of snowballed from there. Um, and now I am openly with her always like, or not, I I shouldn't say now, but I've I've always been openly with her. I don't care. Fuck what people think. If they have an issue with it, they can talk to me about it and deal with it. Cause it's my life, it's her life, it's our life together. And on top of that too, like I'm also a, a parent. And she's been nothing but spectacular with my kids. Like there, there's just there's so much about her that I could just gush on and on about. But I don't want to take up the rest of the podcast because that was a fucking story. But uh, what so I will amazing. say is <clears throat> it's been a long journey for me personally. I'm happy that I've taken it. Uh I would encourage other people who feel that they have these feelings to explore them more before shutting it down and being scared of it. And yeah, it's a terrifying thing at first, at least for me. And I like, I'll attest to that, but I'm much happier now being with the woman that I'm with. than I have been for the past
0: 39 years. Fair enough. Good answer. (laughs) <laughs> so brother king we're going to move on to you man when did you know you were attracted to trans women and what made you I guess go open that's the way the question is phrased I think I want to
1: say I was about 18 yeah I was about 18 and uh Dated my first trans woman, or com- my first committed relationship to a trans woman. I was nineteen. It lasted five years, and uh, as far as being open, I mean, we were open from day one. Uh, I didn't have I didn't have a conversation with anybody. Like, I didn't sit nobody down and say, "Hey, look, I'm trans attracted." No, I just kind of posted that I was in a relationship her, put her in my cover photo, and then you know, they just kind of figured it out. Uh, mm. I'm going to be honest with you. There were there were times where, like, people that I, I guess that I didn't know, like, I may have took some, you know, took some little statements, so, you know, maybe took a little bit of shit, but for the most part, in terms of, like, family, friends, and I didn't take a lot of shit for it, man. I mean... Mm. It was always if, if there was any any ignorant statements made it was always some some idiot that I didn't know that didn't know me you know and uh, I'm gonna be honest though uh, I was I did I was I, there were there were some things you know because she's a, a, a sex worker so I was there was a complex about being seen public with her mm-hmm. but with like with with my my lady now, there's I have no complex about being seen public with her. No complex about being on face. Like I have I don't feel a way about it because well she doesn't she she lives a more traditional lifestyle and she she made it she makes me more comfortable. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, when I was dealing with my ex, I had to kind of force myself into it. Where with her, it's like okay, well. And my family loves her. My big brother, who was really the one that I thought would be the most challenging, has has respected her more than I more than I ever respect, ex- expected. I mean, we've sat, sat at his house together. We've watched basketball. You know, he always uh, identifies her as, like, you know, she, Miss Lady. And, you know, it's, it's always a lot of respect when it comes down to that, you know what I mean? So... I mean, that's 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 my whole world for real, for real. So I mean you know, I mean, I like I said, I didn't really take a lot of shit from nobody, but if I did, it was a it was a stranger. But for the most part, you know, my family, they they've been very respectful, especially with,
0: with Chloe. Like everybody's everybody loves Chloe. Wow, man, consider yourself blessed, sir.
4: Thank consider you. yourself blessed. <laughs>
0: uh brother Adonis. Um
1: I guess yeah
0: it's all you bro. So when did you know you were first attracted? Where? Was, wait? When did you know you were attracted to trans women? What made you go open?
4: Okay. <laughs> so, can you hear me? Uh ooh, can, should, can I hear me?
0: Yeah, yes we can.
4: Okay. Oh, I hate uh Doing this, uh, have anybody stereotypical headspace certain anything? Of course, you know, I'm I'm open about everything. Um, and as Colin said as well, um, I identify as queer as t- well as pansexual. So, um, from childhood, man, and from the age of. I always knew, uh, but then I'll be out in somebody really close to me. So, let's just so disclose it to me at a very young age. Um, we had that, um, about it wasn't just one thing, told so me that he was trans the track, And I was like, Oh, also, so, oh, that's what that is. So, like, yeah, I think I'm, and um, then you know of course and when we get offline i can tell y'all more something individual <laughs> um, <laughs> um you know start magazine wow. wow this is the type of time that i'm on hey so to say that it was definitely want to say no personal um i feel like mm, mm, probably college. And then and from there, yeah, oh, but yeah, shit. hey man, I That's think we're
0: 18. still having some, um, I think we're still having some connection issues here, man.
4: Hold on, let me see if I can leave and come back. Hold yeah,
0: right. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I don't think I'm answering the question because uh, you can go back in the podcast. I mean, we've been on for. We this podcast has been going for over two years at this point, so um, I've talked about it, and uh, I just mentioned earlier what how I ended up going open was you know meeting my first friend that I did a podcast with called Trans Talk for Men, so go check it out. Um, Adonis, are you are you fully back with us yet, man? Oh shit, we can't hear him. All right, well. Yo, we're gonna go on to the um oh yeah in Liberty no Colin was saying he is 39
3: yes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so He's looking at that but I, I didn't want to interrupt it yeah no I'm she 39. hasn't
2: been he hasn't oh, been with his girl bed. for 39 yeah
3: although had I been with my girlfriend for 39 years I would think that I would look very good for my age
0: yeah right <laughs> but no nah, yeah so um what was that next one so They want to skip that one. So, um, you know, okay. So a lot of these questions, quite a few of the questions that the girls asked were really geared towards how do I, I guess, how do you guys go from, you know, essentially being friends with benefits, liking somebody, whatever else. How do you go from just a casual relationship and to a valued, you know, a, a real romantic relationship with any depth. So um, I'm gonna just showcase this one. So, but there were a lot of women essentially trying to figure out how the hell do they get out of the fuck zone. So if you're watching this, you don't know what the fuck zone is. Um, women friend zone men, men fuck zone women. So, you know, the ladies want to get out the fuck zone. They want to get that ring. They want that love relationship. They want all these extra things from this guy. And, you know, it's kind of harder for them to get. And with the guys, you know, they want to get out the friend zone. They want to clap some cheeks. They want to be your man, all that stuff. And, you know, so a lot of these girls are really asking, how do I get out the fuck zone? How do I get from, you know, being friends with benefits, being a casual partner to, A a somebody with more depth. So, you know, I guess, you know, Corey, I'm going to start with you. And really, like, what are some of the things you're looking for, you know, that would make you see a woman as wife material, serious relationship material, you know, over the rest? Like, what, what, what are some of the things that you're looking for that would elevate a woman above everyone else? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, I got you. I had to the car noises. There you
2: go. All right. So, uh, I'm going to briefly answer that question because I'm going to have to get off here because i, I got to go do some grocery shopping. I work tomorrow. But, uh-huh. anyhow, so to go from the, as you would say, the fuck zone to girlfriend slash wife zone, I would say... Um, be real talk about real shit do real shit together like don't just want to go out to a bar and just have it I mean nothing wrong with going out to a bar and having a drink maybe for a first date but if that's all you do all the time you kind of gearing yourself going towards the, the fuck zone you know what I mean like talk about dreams and aspirations and things like that you know i mean like real life shit not fantasy shit not instagram not social media bullshit like real shit between between you and your significant other or potential significant other talk about real things you know things that matter in life you know not another bullshit in life about who has the flashiest shoes who has the flashiest car i don't really give a fuck about that when i'm with somebody or i'm Pursuing somebody to be my girlfriend and potentially wife someday. Um, I'm talking about, you know, the little things like, you know, um, like what, like it might be basic question or something like this. But like, what's your favorite color? Why? Um, You know, like I, I pay attention to her. And if she and if I'm feeling she's feeling that way about me pursuing something long term with me. Um, I'm noticing she, she paid, attention to my little quirks. You know what I mean? she'll call me out like, you know, like, Oh, I, I knew you were, you were gonna, you know, uh, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to give a good example. Uh, oh, I, I knew exactly where, where you would put the mustard in the, in the refrigerator. You always put it towards the back of the refrigerator because you're very particular about your mustard because you like it super, super cold. And when you push it to the back of the refrigerator, it's super cold. It might sound lame, but when you pay attention to the little things like that 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 really kind of turn turns me on so to speak about like oh wow like she she's really into me and really paying attention to the little things that I like that means she cares she fucking cares showing care love and care did, did i mention care you know, <laughs> little things like that. Not this other bullshit, like you know, like you know, what fancy bar are we going to, what fancy restaurant are we going to. Uh, oh, we need to dress up so we can show so and so up and and whatnot. I don't give a fuck about that. But, but yeah, that that's my answer to that question. <laughs> okay, fair enough. But brother um, King, man, I'm yeah, gonna say that. Go. I'll talk to y'all later, man. It's, I'm All right, man. Have y'all, man. Hey, appreciate your time, brother. All right, brother King.
0: What are what are some of the things that you know would, would elevate? Oh my God, it's so loud back there. Uh, what are some of the things that would? <laughs> what are some of the things that would elevate a woman from like you know being friends with benefits to being real wifey material? All right, for me.
1: It's all about that the conversation. I need to know where your head at. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And if you you have to, you got your your mind got to be on right. You your head got to be in the right place because you 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 know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm gonna be honest with y'all and to the ladies, we, we we tend to know like. I just think I don't think that it's a it's it's a, a direct conversation that we have with with the with the women. But when you fuck zone, you fuck zone, and we we just tend to know rather or not we're gonna be you're gonna be somebody we're gonna wanna be it, or rather you're gonna be somebody we probably just gonna have sex with. Like we tend to know, and it's really you. A lot of times, the it's really the ball is really in her court.
0: Hmm.
1: However, you display your how, how however you come across normally dictates the role you play. So if y'all think if you come off one night standish or fuck buddy ish, well you are gonna be a fuck buddy. When you come off wifey ish, you might be wife. Listening, caring. First off, got her own mind, can think for herself. I don't want a yes woman, mm-hmm. but not argumentative. Understanding when to okay, you're right, babe. You know what I'm saying? All of that matters, and you don't you don't take it don't take too long to figure it out. Trust me, you'll know. Date, date two or three, you'll you'll know. Like, okay, am I am I really about to take her seriously, or am I about to just take her to Pat Town from here on out and just leave it at that? You'll know about date three. If you don't, you blind. <laughs> seriously, you'll know date at least at the most date three, at least date two. You you're gonna know. There's gonna be some level of of comfort, and it's and it's gonna and it's gonna pop out of you. You going to know, like, oh yep, yeah, not you, baby girl. Not you. Mm-hmm. Nice try, wrong
0: guy. Oh, still too loud. Up. I'm sorry, y'all. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. i <laughs> <laughs> a in house, man. Yes, but, uh... Yes, indeed. But, but, Colin, what what are your thoughts on this, man? What are some of the things that, will ele- for you, that will elevate a woman from, you know, fuck buddy, from the fuck zone, into wifey, into the to the air of being possible oh, wifey?
3: Fuck, man. Uh... <laughs> So, for for me at least, uh, I guess like I'd have to give the the story of like the first time that my girlfriend and I met. Just fucking like, <clears throat> I walked in her front door during because again, like, how the fuck do you date during COVID times? Mm-hmm. Did you go for a so like a socially distanced walk, right? <laughs> what, or like what do you do? like. So I I came to her house. That was our first date. Like we talked on the fucking phone. I came to her house, walked in the front door, had never met each other before, and I kissed her immediately and it was like this one right here. <laughs> this one right here. And the and the funny thing is like I've been married before. Mhm. <clears throat> Right, um, but I guess like in regards to what would go from like the the quintessential fuck zone to wife material, mm-hmm. um, how like how how do you two get together? Like how do you two work with each other? Mm-hmm. What well, like how do you add to each other's happiness without taking away mm-hmm. from that? Right. <laughs> Right. And to me, that's a really big thing. That's thing. If you can add to somebody's happiness without taking away and realistically speaking, can you actually see yourself growing with the, with this person? Can you see them help you grow as a person? Can you help them grow as a person?
0: Mm-hmm. And I
3: mean, like, I know it's, it's uh, sadly different for guys like us it, and uh, like it fucking sucks but it is what it is and that's what it is so are like can you find that person that can just uplift you that can take care of you that you want to take care of that you can mm-hmm. build something and like just build a life together because how often do we have that chance?
1: I like what you just said because I tell, I tell Chloe all the time, like, like, babe, you're just as rare as I am. And,
3: and Mm -hmm. see, that's the thing, right? Like it, and and you're, you're very right on that one. You know, like it's, it's, we are all a rarity in this really fucked up world and find like, to find that person that you again, like lifts you up, that you can lift up, that you have that equal bond to. And that's the thing that you really, that we all need to look for is having that person where you just, at the end of the day, you look at each other and you're like, you know what? No matter what we've gone through, we're gonna get like, we're gonna keep getting through it together and you're gonna be the person or you're gonna be my person hmm. And that's on both sides. It has to be on mm-hmm. both sides.
0: Absolutely. And that is wow, so dope, dude. man. That's a great insight, you know, on, you know, a, a certain not even just regular monogamous relationship. That's a higher level of relationship. People that's really trying to go long, long term, you know, uh, that's oh, an extra level, level of effort. And um, I just want to add that, you know, because these questions, it's all these women trying to figure out how they, you know, how do I become, like, how does a girl get from this to becoming wifey material? Or what are y'all looking for instead of this? Or how do you become, how do you move from friends with benefits to relationship? And it's just like, you know, for me, it's all about depth. It's, it's about depth because you, I, I, it, y'all would be surprised at how many women can't hold a conversation. They don't have any aspirations, dreams. There's nothing to them. And I remember um I was talking to a very young lady. Um, you know, she was in her early twenties, and I say, yo, so, you know, like where like like what are you what are you gonna like what are you pursuing right now? Like what are you trying to do with your life? Oh, I'm gonna be famous. Okay, well, I mean, what does the path towards getting famous look like for you? TikTok. I don't know. Yeah, right. <laughs> so awesome. I don't know. I just know I'm gonna be famous. And I'm like, uh, okay. Well this is you yeah, you're definitely in this pile just yep cuz i mean yeah, yeah, like it's just depth and conversation matters so much and then you know for me like it's aura like you got to, like you said like kind of like you got an aura can come through a video chat
1: awesome. you
0: can feel that 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 femininity that that womanhood that that um centered uh confidence okay. Security, like when a woman is insecure, you can read that. But, you know, for me, it's all about a woman who's super secure in her femininity and super centered as an individual where, you know, with with the kind of person that I am, I have to have somebody who, you know, you you ain't no spring chicken. You didn't just transition like yesterday where you were still dealing with, you know, 110 dysphoria triggers, like you're kind of settled, centered in who you are you know, we're living life. We're going to continue life. And, you know, we have some of the same goals. I I want a family. I want marriage. I want what I want in life. Never changed. You know, when I started dating trans women. So, you know, I always look for somebody who's looking for that kind of life as well. But, you know, I would just say to get you to, to a a surefire way, to make sure that you don't get fuck zone is have some depth Really, really show this guy that, hey, I am a quality woman. I am nice. I listen. I respect men. And I am looking for something serious in my life, not looking for the next, you know, moment to be a bad bitch or hot girl summer or whatever the hell people are doing these days. You know, all those moments and all that. It's just just buffoonery. Chris, can I uh, actually add to
3: that for a second? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, buddy. Uh, so the other thing too for for all the the women watching, particularly the trans women, know your worth. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, know your worth um, because at the end of the day, that's that's you. That's what you have. Um, <clears throat> make sure that you're that you're not doing something. Just to just to make sure that at the end of the day you have somebody like really know your worth, know the person that you're with, and make sure that that person will <laughs> love you and is with you mm-hmm. because of you, not because uh, I don't know how to write this properly, um, but fuck. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to leave it at "know your worth" for now. I'll try to figure that <laughs> out. You know, I didn't know words properly, but like,
0: yeah. It, well, I mean, it, you know, there there are men that are wolves in sheep's clothing, and yep. You know, there let's you be go. real. Men will say and do just about anything to, to clap them cheeks. So yeah. Y'all gotta know, men are gonna. Men are men are smart. They we have a whole life's worth of experience in terms of how do we how do I talk my way into getting this girl. How do I manipulate her to keep her on the string? So how do I get access to this woman's body? It is fucking nasty and dastardly out there, and you know I always I, I brought my sisters up in a way where I I essentially prepared them for the world. If that guy buys you a drink, try and see, try and see what else is up going on there because he probably just likes you like he's not doing it he's not there are no saints at the bar. At no, the club. Oh God. <laughs> these men are buying you drinks because they like you. They're attracted to you. You know, they're doing Work. something nice to curry favor with you. So, I mean, and you can still do play the game, but just don't be oblivious and don't be naive about certain things. You know, know oh, your worth and and weigh yes. their worth as well. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I've had friends who were just who fell into some naive traps throughout the years, had to learn some hard lessons, but, um, I'm going to move on to one other. Qu- well, we got two more questions here, and then I promise we'll be done. I know it's been a longer show than normal, um, but we'll just go to this one. Uh, so, one of the girls asks Do y'all watch P Valley? And what are your thoughts on Uncle Clifford being portrayed as trans? I um, thought
1: he was portrayed as non binary.
0: Do you, do you, uh, for, King, do you watch P you watch P Valley,
3: Colin? Oh,
1: you no, know, I was putting my
3: hand up because I've never watched it, so I don't have an opinion on
0: the matter. It's a show on stars. Um King, do you watch it?
1: Yeah, I'm familiar with it. Me and Chloe watch it.
0: Okay. Okay. Um uh, I'm sorry. It's on my list. I haven't started it yet. Um <laughs> I kinda of been back and forth on whether I'm gonna watch it with my girlfriend or start it. You know, we got a whole lot of other shows in the queue that we're gonna watch together. <laughs> But um, um, this whole uh, Clifford being portrayed as a trans woman thing, I, I think Clifford has always been non-binary, but I know at some point there was a controversy other people were like, wait. Because I think one of the other characters on the show said Uncle Clifford was trans, but I don't think Uncle Clifford identified as that. Somebody else said, I think somebody else had mentioned that, and that's why there was confusion. But um, I think all that got squashed. These, these questions are a little older, maybe like a couple weeks old, so Uh that isn't like, these people asked these questions yesterday, but um, I just know that there are a lot of women in the community who would be highly upset at somebody like Uncle Clifford claiming, saying that they were trans. I don't think, um, I think there's quite a few people that would not appreciate that if that were the case, but I don't think that's the case. So I don't know. I'm sorry. I just I took all of these questions off of Instagram and just plopped them right in here. But P-Valley is, I mean, I actually, in the men's group, I did ask the guys, I'm like, guys, are you, are you watching P-Valley? Is that actually good? Like, I hear women raving about it. it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I I mean, I've been toying with the idea of watching it, but it's just like, is it good? Is it not? I don't know. Oh, man, Um, check
1: it out. Check it out. I think I think it's a show. Oh, okay, Oh, well, yeah, no, top, yeah. list. It, it, it's
0: it's a show about a strip club in Chicago
1: uh no in Mississippi
0: oh, okay Shrimp club in Mississippi is ran by this um gender queer individual named Uncle Clifford and you know so he's a man he has the beard wears a wig has his nails done or they have their nails done I don't yeah. know the pronouns <laughs> properly um But I know there was like a big hubbub because there was a scene with him and this like rapper. Was he was that guy a rapper? Yeah, he's a. Yeah, it was like him and this rapper had sex. It was like this whole fucking thing. I don't know, but yeah, maybe I'll check it out. Um, I'll give it three episodes. (laughs) There you go. You gotta give it three. Um, Well, there's one last question here, and you know this one is. And there were there was a comment kind of like this on, on the show earlier today, you know. But sometimes people ask questions in bad faith, so it's just a little dis I don't know if this one's really disingenuous or not, but we'll just do it. Um so this lady asks, um, how much of your attraction is fetishism and how much is genuine is genuine caring for the individual?
4: So um
0: Oh yeah. So uh, King, I'll let you go first on this one, man. Um,
1: excuse me, man. My background. Go uh, yeah, I'm going to the <laughs> room. My bad.
0: All right. So Can I of your yeah? How much of your attraction is fetishism, and how much is genuine caring for the individual?
1: Oh wow! This that woman a, wanted to know. This yeah, is a cool. hell of a question. I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell you now. This is a hell of a question. Okay, but I'm not. No, no part of my attraction was ever a, a fetish. Um, I, I don't. I mean, I, I see a woman still. Mm-hmm. You know how. There's like this this separation to cis and trans women, right? I'm not for the separation. I don't see trans. I don't see cis. I just see a woman. So there is. I'm just. I'm just attracted to a woman. There is no nothing. You know
4: nothing.
1: No fetish. Definitely not a fetish.
0: Fair enough. Uh, Colin, what you got, man? All right. uh,
3: So let me just reread this for a second here. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So for myself, uh, there is no, like King, there's no fetishism uh, regarding my partner being. uh, Mm -hmm. Do we have fetishes? Yes. But that's also for a different conversation. (laughs) it has absolutely nothing to do with the fact that she is trans Uh um, at all uh i i love the person or i love her for her Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff like the the whole fetishization of trans women Mm -hmm. to me personally actually uh And I'm taking my glasses off, so you know I'm serious now. <laughs> um, doesn't to me that that's a damaging thing. Um, mm-hmm. I just I love her for her. I'm always going to, and I'm sorry everybody keeps seeing me go like this. It's because yeah. that is the direction that she is in at the moment. So I just keep going like this because that's where our measure is. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> to me, there there should. There should be a very big difference between fetishizing anything and the person that you're with. And like mm-hmm. King said to me, she's just a woman. Like she's just the person, the person that I love, that I hope to for the rest of my life. Um, if there's, if you are dealing with somebody who is fetishizing. Metisizing. don't know how to pronounce that one. i'm a dumbass mm-hmm. with a trowel i'm a bricklayer um that's not the kind of person that you really want to be with you don't want somebody that has a kink for you and the reason that they have the kink is because of who you are or what gender you identify as
1: mm-hmm.
3: that right like to me that that's wrong Mm. keep it separate so have the fetish sure but don't have the fetish for what's between your partner's legs what gender they identify as have it for something like they want to be tied up (laughs)
2: like
3: to me that that that's therein lies the difference Uh, uh yeah Anyways though moving on <laughs> or, <right.
0: laughs> hey hey look whatever happens in the bedroom happens damn it right but, we are free people
3: there you go but as long as as long as it's not just because you are who you are mm-hmm. that's to me what what makes the difference
0: back mm. okay. to you guys <laughs> Hey, it's all good. Um, You know, that's a question and a concept that comes up a lot. And, um, you know, whenever I hear any questions about, like, are you just a fetishizer or this, this, and this, I I take all of those questions as questions in bad faith. Uh, Because those questions usually make a lot of assumptions about men or the, the man that you're talking to in that moment. You just made a lot of assumptions about me by asking well, I mean, aren't you just some fetishizer? Like, is that so? You just assumed that all I care about is your body, all I care about is sex and your dick and all that. When obviously, that's the shit I want, but guess what? You need more than that because if that's all I wanted, then any trans woman would do. When obviously, any trans woman will not do. You, I need a you know, there's got to be a great person connected to all that shit. So, you know, I found one and, you know, she's absolutely amazing and dope as fuck. And, you know, um, yeah, all those things. But what I will say is, you know, so the one thing I'm sorry, this question taps on a theme in this space, which is a lot of this, this, this. these insecurities, this dysphoria crap has really made a lot of sexual things taboo. Sex is taboo in this space, especially for men. And, you know, so now we can't talk about it. We can't say what we like, because if we say what we like, then it might be, oh, you're a fetishizer, you're a chaser, you're this, you're that. And what I'm saying is, frankly, I have a problem with fetish, fetishizing, whatever. You know what? Because let's be real. I could be a dude that loves the fuck out of a fat booty and I love me a fat booty woman and and big butts is everything. I want to sleep on them. I want to eat my breakfast off of one. All that shit. And not just go give me a girl with a big ass. Problem solved. As long as I value her as a person and we have an actual good relationship, fine. But, you know, I I I don't do I don't do not do post op women. I prefer women with a dick. Yes, I do. I like that shit. And if that is a fetish to somebody, then so be it. Don't give a fuck. What I, I want what I want and I'm going to have what I'm going to have. So, you know, it's just like the whole... It's, it. The question seemed really loaded to me because it was like, hey, it, it was assuming that there was something negative there to begin with. How much of it is this and this? When... The fetish part of it doesn't have to be negative because, frankly, it's just your preference. You view it as a fetish. And a lot of times, girls will project on the men.
1: <clears throat> so they use why, it. To why, to why do you see
0: yourself to as a fetish? Why do you see who and what you are as something that's taboo and not normal? And that's something like I get that there are, but guess what? There are men out there that salivate over cis women, and they're fucking monsters. They agreed. are fucking gross yep, monsters. Agreed. And I know it happens a lot more to trans women as well, but I'm just saying, like, this shit's across the board. Men can be despicable. One hundred percent Can be despicable as fuck. Now, I'm saying can be, because that isn't all men. And there's plenty of great guys out there who would love to date a trans woman and be their soulmate, their life mate, all those things. But guess what? That good man who has, who's ready to be your one forever, he still has preferences, just like you like Dick. I got one. You like that? A lot of the girls don't date trans men because they they have a fetish for dick. A preference for it. Whatever. So I I, I just I'm, I'm, I'm super liberal. I'm of the school of everybody just be free. Like what you like. Want what you want. And just love. Love on people. If you're loving on that woman what you like about her physically is irrelevant. Frankly. You know because that ain't the shit that matters. What matters is, are you sewing into her? Are you helping her grow? Are you supporting her day in and day out? Are you, you know, trying to make her life better? Are you trying to make her smile every day? All of that stuff. It's just, you know, I get that there are men that are actual chasers, fetishizers, and all that stuff, but questions like this and this line of questioning assumes that that is always present. And men... We're proven. We're not. A, we're about more than just that. Yeah, I like women. I'm a man. That's what the fuck I like. Yeah, and I like your body parts too. No problems. And and nothing you can say that's gonna make me feel bad for liking what you got between your legs, with what, what you got on your chest, and which and how big your ass is. Hey, and
1: and I, 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 I want to say this, you know, in, in this in this real talk. This is my issue. This is for 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 a lot of the the other men in the community that are tops like myself. I'm a mm-hmm. strict top, so mm-hmm. I'm like I'm I'm the complete opposite of you. But you being who you are doesn't make you any less than a man. And see, I know a lot of men like myself, you know, that are like we're we're tops and we're dominant tops, and we're not gonna we're not really trying to do have wanting to deal with that area. However they want to try to shame men like Chris, who enjoy every absolute, every part of his woman's body. He is no less than a man. (laughs) He is no less than a man than anybody else. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the narrative that a lot of people try to push. And it's like, nah, And you know what's crazy is a lot of Mm -hmm. the girls, they'll try to push that narrative too. No.
0: Well, see, the thing is, um, that comes from the gay community. For Essentially, sure, there are things definitely. and principles and philosophies that transfer that are holdovers from the gay community, which is assigning sexual acts, assigning masculinity and femininity to sexual acts done in the bedroom. What happens in the bedroom has no bearing on how you and your partner fulfill your gender roles outside the bedroom. Agreed. Agreed. No bearing at all. But in, in obviously in the gay community, you're seen as more feminine if you're a bottom. You're seen as more yeah. masculine if you're a top. And you know, then yeah. transferred over here for some fucking mm-hmm. reason, even though I'm not queer, I'm not gay, and right. none of those rules should ever apply to me. But you're applying rules from a community I don't even belong to to me. Oh, buddy. I, like, you yeah. know what? Yeah.
3: Actually, I'm here all the time. So I
0: mean, I don't, wait, I wait, wait, wait. Uh, King, yeah. hold on. Oh, my bad, my bad yeah, Colin, we oh, ahead, my Colin And then we're yeah. going to
1: oh, go right. back to okay. you, bro. All
3: okay. right. But yeah, like I see it here all the time, and, and it's interesting because, like, where I live, which I mean, like, fuck, ten years ago, like we held World Pride and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> fucking the worst, like the worst people for bashing guys like us across the board when it comes to, like, whether top bottom doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> If you're with a trans trans woman, particularly, then <clears throat> you're pretty much wiped out of the fucking community, hmm. which is, to me, absurd. Like, <clears throat> I, so I, I I tried to get like a tattoo in the fucking in in the LGBTQ community down here. Nope, can't do that. I'm with a trans woman, my girlfriend walks down the street in the same community and mm. gets bashed by all the gay guys mm. in the fucking community. Like it's it's I don't know, it's it's absurd. Anyway, sorry, King, back that, to you, man.
1: No, that that I I hear you, man. That that Chris, that's real. That's real. There's a there's a known. This is well known. There's like a stigma between the uh, the gay the gay guys and the trans women. Um, that that's it's actually a, it's a popular thing. It's a conversation I, I've been a part of. I've heard you know hosted or featured in several several times. So I I I know what you mean when you speak on that. Colin, I, I've for lots I've the other part, so it is what it is. I just have to let that one go.
0: Hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. No, it is definitely it can be bad. Um. Mm. So yeah, it's it's the the kid the, the LGBTQIA plus community can be very weird about a whole lot of that stuff. But you know, let's mm-hmm. be real. Um, trans. I'm, I I don't think trans should be in that at all. Um. I think I, every I. I, I Every identity in that space has has something to do with who you fuck. And trans is the only one that has, nothing to, do with who has you fuck.
1: nothing to do with who you
0: fuck. So that's how you end up with trans lesbians, trans pansexuals. And it's like, you can have an identity outside of trans that still falls in this space, but I understand that trans women need the support, and that's why they should be there, because they need the resources and all that other 100%. stuff. But, yeah. you know... I just talking about like the idea of the community. Really, I would say that we would probably fall more in there than trans women because it's all about sexual identities that are not cis man, cis woman. That's it. So if you're, if you're sexual, if if who you, if you're coupling, who you fuck is not deemed acceptable by Christianity, you know, you're in the group, you're in. You know, even if even if I say, "Hey, I'm a, I'm a cisgender heterosexual man," the fact that I still deal with, you know, I have sex with, engage in relationships with trans women, I still have to. I mean, essentially, the world sees me as gay. You know, my mom my mom thinks that I'm gay, and I just I, I'm just afraid to admit it. Oh, buddy. I I saw your
3: post (laughs) earlier on today.
0: Speaking of that, I was very fucking proud of that. That, That's some some good steps. Absolutely. And, you know, if anybody's watching, you don't know my story. I kind of chronicled the uh, dumpster fire that was the conversation I had with my mom (laughs) about all this. And, you know, I did an update um, last November. I'll probably do an update this November. I've been doing an update every November because November is when I did that first one. Um, that that first video kind of telling my story because you know we do encourage men to come out we do encourage men to you know be living their truth but there are realities and not everybody quote agrees with it will accept it There, there could be some hardships and you know that's why a lot of times I tell the newer guys like hey man this like this shit ain't for the faint of heart like you gotta be about this shit you gotta be ready to stand on it because oh, you will be yeah. pushed in every direction. They will do everything they can to dislodge you from your uh, your convictions. Yeah, and
4: which is fucking bullshit. Be...
0: Yeah. Oh, it is. Like, it like, is. Oh, it's I was so like,
3: like, fuck. It's so fucking bullshit, guys. Holy
2: mm-hmm. fuck.
1: I was I was gonna say too, Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, be- when we were ta- we were just talking about um you know, why the T should be, shouldn't be should be in the uh, LG, you know, all of that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I say that I, I agree with that because so you think of lesbians, right? Well, yeah. lesbians are really cisgender.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Bisexual, male or female, you're still cisgender. If you're gay, if you're a gay man, you're still a cisgender man. The only thing that is not cisgender is trans. It's about who you're having sex with. It's not about sexual. It's literally about transitioning from one sex to another. Correct. I'm trying to mix and match that.
0: Now there are some. Sorry, having some connection issues here.
3: Yeah, I'm seeing it.
0: Uh, yeah, but now, now. And there are some women that are trans lesbians, though they do, yeah. you know, yeah. they transition and they end up with other cisgender women or transgender women. You know, that's their path, and, and that's fine. Um, it's just, it's, I don't know, it's a whole thing. But you know, we'll we'll we can delve in this controversy and talk to some women about this. You know, uh, Raven, G, Mike, Ray. Everybody else, I appreciate y'all sticking with us this far in. I know it's been a long stream, but this has been a dope ass show, fellas. It's <laughs> so, been a great show. So. We've, been, we've been we've been telling our fucking stories, bearing our truths here, and I think this was. I, I I can legit say that this is probably this is the best show of the year so far. Hey, so glad to be a part oh, of it,
1: man.
0: Yeah, I appreciate you guys taking out the time, being honest and vulnerable with people. Hopefully. There are men out there who are listening to this and will feel encouraged and, I you know, so. learn from our experiences and, you know, learn from Colin's experience, learn from King's experience. You know, everybody who was on, Corey, uh, Adonis, you know, uh, we all have all these different experiences. Mm-hmm. And actually, I think all three of us are the three who are actually in relationships on the, on the stream.
3: So it's taking oh, like, yeah, guys yeah, here. So, sure. so, yeah, for sure. Uh, I, thought Corey, I thought Corey was too.
0: Was it, Isn't Corey in a relationship? No, Corey oh, is available, shit, ladies. Fuck. All right, he's available. On that one. <laughs> <laughs> Corey is available. Hit him up. <laughs> there
3: you go, Raven. Go and, go and hunt him down.
0: There you he go. He's got but Corey his Corey YouTube guy. channel. Yep. Yeah, for sure. So uh yeah, we're gonna wrap this thing on up. But um, you know, everybody who's watching, please, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe. And if you're watching it on Facebook, please just share this. Get some other people in front of this. I think this was a really dope show that a lot of people need to see. And we shared a lot of really awesome things. So, um, with that, we will be out. And thank you again, Colin. Thank you again, King Adonis, thank you. Corey. Thanks for having me on, buddy. Man, I appreciate all up. you guys. Awesome. It's awesome. Great, well, we're going to do this damn thing again. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have some other topics because, you know, we gotta be real. We gotta be guys. We gotta keep it real. You know? Oh yeah, of course. So uh with, with our, our dope ass commenters here. So um uh, with that we will see all of y'all
4: later and we'll do this thing in a little bit, all right?
2: Yeah. All right boys have Take a day. The-